Hello everyone and welcome to Ahmacast. This is episode number something. And uh, today we have a, once, once again we have a guest. It's me and Hello there. It's Frostbeard, Bratislava GM and of course your resident beekeeper. Yes, welcome, welcome once again. Welcome. Uh, you're glad you're here. Uh, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, and okay, we're, we're going to start with the latest and season 80 playoffs. And I'm going to, um, yeah, Moscow versus Vancouver Meta, Meta Balls. And that's the finals this season. And I think Vancouver is going to win because they're a Meta team. And it's going to go like six games, maybe. What do you think? Ah well, I'm I'm actually uh, you know I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna say that I have <laughs> been rooting for, uh you know after uh, Davos got kicked out I've been rooting strongly for uh, Moscow because I mm -hmm. think that they have a beautiful team built I think that they have uh, you know all the possibilities to win there was like I I you know I know that the meta team thing has been going strong for Vancouver but I honestly believe that Moscow has the talent and the ability to beat the hell out of Vancouver mm -hmm. right now and right here. And I hope for that. I honestly hope for that because the whole meta team building, like I, I can say that in the previous round when DC fought against Vancouver, I was so rooting for DC <laughs> just because I think yeah. that that was, I, I thought that that would be so cool if Vancouver got beat out because then, you know, you could silence a little bit of that. But right now it just doesn't feel that way and it's sad. It's honestly yeah. sad. I think no one, no one likes the meta meta team and except the players in the meta team everyone else is against them <laughs> but i think yeah, it's, just... it's, it's, it's almost feels like that yeah yeah and okay let's go back to the wild card round and well Davos lost against the fake purple and it was a simon t bullshit yeah well you know what it's it is kind of sad that uh, we didn't get farther, uh, you know, in the standings. It's uh, and into playoffs. It's well, you know, the the series were close. I have to say, the series were close, and uh, I am, you know, definitely happy that uh, you know we actually got the playoffs because that's you know already yeah. a huge thing for Davos. Let's 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 put it out there. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, we could have done better. We definitely could have done better. Uh, not gonna right now talk much about the individual performances, but I'm disappointed in my own player, I have to say. Uh, so that is, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is however important to say that the team that went, uh, you know, out of the wildcard round from European conference, so the Prague, so the fake purple, when they went to the uh, round two, so basically the, what's like quarterfinals, right? Yeah. So they went to quarterfinals they and uh, they yeah, they got completely destroyed, and it's it's just basically to me it seems that uh, I'm not going to speculate much, but I think that no matter which team went out of the wildcard round, I think that the next uh, basically competition would be a lot, a lot more different because Moscow and uh, you know even in for that say sense uh, Warsaw and Malmo, all those teams are really, really strong, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I. 
I don't want to speculate much, but I think that we would have struggled against Moscow as well. I, I, I don't think, think so. We will have to swept them easily. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, okay. like like we were gonna we were gonna sweep sweep and broke fake purple, but uh, we were up to O, and they just came back because Simon D's engine decided that you're gonna win now, and the engine we don't like you. That was you're not gonna win. The engine said. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh. Quarterfinal. So DC versus Chicago was an uh, intense series. I think uh, went to game seven, and the rest of the yep. series were um, just basically. What's what's the word over? This just blew over to us, like. Yeah. Sweeps. Yeah. And I think that I I think that it actually shows that. Uh, uh, when the teams are built more naturally rather than when they are built around, you know, certain, uh, you know, like I would say, like certain, you know, favoring certain attributes. So basically going for meta, it actually shows that the games are more interesting to see. And it's actually yeah. a lot more uh, fun to wait for the results because you can never really know how it's going to happen. When it comes to meta, when you build something around meta, you know that there is, you know, a pretty high chance that the team who's got like the full-on meta team is gonna mm -hmm. win, and yeah. it's uh, it honestly makes me sad to see that. But uh, it is uh, the current state of EHL, and well, there's nothing we can do about it except uh, build uh, weird players and uh, just uh, make sure that uh, you know the attitude in the league a little bit changes. So yeah, you just gotta hope that people start, you know, just. Well, we have been testing the engine for ages now, but people just do something else besides the all-scoring defense and no passing, basically. And it's just, it's lame, it's boring, and well, we want to see our team win, but go be a little different, be original. Like, well, you cannot be exactly original with, the, with our attribute system, but whatever, and... Well, semi-finals, Vancouver sweeps DC, Moscow sweeps Malmö, which I enjoy, but I think <laughs> double should have the rightful place in the finals. Ah, well, you, you know, you, you know, you know, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this that uh, I, I was hopeful for Davos to do well, but uh, I did see, I, I do, I do think that there are a lot of good teams, so you know, it, it would have been tough no matter what. Right, yeah. to, to me like even if we would have gone I think it would have been tough so at least I'm happy that uh, Moscow as I said the Moscow is in finals and I'm really hoping for uh, Moscow domination so yeah I'm just I'm just rooting for them right now so there we go so a little shout out to you know Hatter and um, and uh, Green for building their players for Moscow so now just go and win okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> I think we can move on to regular season standings and just take a yeah. quick look over and who was complete shit and trash and who was who were the dominant teams and I have the standings open and I can see well Toronto was absolute shit fest and they won only twelve games Seattle was trash. Helsinki was trash and London wasn't exactly good either. But rest of the teams, uh, okay. 
pretty not I think not it was horrible. okay, yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's uh, actually quite important to note that uh, uh you know, this is one of the few seasons you're going to see Seattle not make playoffs, right? Because uh, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of player movement for Seattle and yeah. uh, a little bit of rebuilding done. So um, I would assume that uh, Seattle is going to return to playoffs, uh, uh, you know, a little bit quicker than other teams hmm. because uh, I think that they're led uh, extremely well by their GM. Uh, you know, I'm biased because, uh, uh, you know, I've played uh, for Seattle uh, probably. Yeah, I played for Seattle uh, most of my Two, two uh, player careers actually uh -huh. combined, so yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, Toronto has been extremely unlucky lately with their uh, with their team because uh, yeah, you they, see that uh, at some point uh, they, uh, they just suck. Okay, let's go, let's go with that. Yeah, they just suck. There we yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> Toronto <laughs> just sucks. Okay, uh, <laughs> there we go. And, uh, and when it comes to and when it comes to Helsinki Titans, you know what? Uh, they, they are still too. in rebuild. They're gonna get it through, and they suck too. So, yeah. uh, yes, basically, <laughs> basically, to me, there are only few teams that don't suck, and everything else sucks. So yeah. there we go. And, I mean, and uh, yeah, Ahmed here has been saying the same thing. So there we go. Um, and I think Vancouver, Metavolves uh, are the league leaders. Fifty-seven wins, only fourteen regular time losses. Oh, eleven, eleven regular time for losses and they just dominated the league basically and but Chicago did really well as well and uh yep it's a well the players went how they went and uh, you can't cry about it anymore yeah well I I think that uh I think that it's uh it's clear that in um North American conference we saw that uh there were two teams that were well ahead of everybody else yeah. in the sense Vancouver and Chicago. Uh, in Europe, I'd say that it, it was a little bit closer, though Moscow was dominant, you know, over everything. As you can see, like, it's almost 100 points, and the next team is um, under 90 points in Malmo. Yeah, so, uh, to me... To. Not, not, that, not that far apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, still like everything else after, like you know, from the second place to even like if you count Riga yeah. in, you know, with seventy four points, they were really close. So you know, two three games going one way or the other, and uh, you know, standings could change uh, instantly. When it comes to North American Conference, you know, it's a little bit tougher because uh, you see that uh, New York Americans had seventy points, they didn't make play, and then the team that made playoffs had eighty points. Yeah. So that's basically five games worth of uh, wins, and that's uh, that's that's the tough one. I think that's tough, really, to actually, you know. Uh, there was a lot more domination, let's put it that way, in yeah, North American Conference. The teams were, uh, you know, yeah. And NA is a lot more top-heavy than a European exactly. conference. I mean, when you just look at the teams in the, and how even, like, all the teams basically are, there are two runners at the top, but it's still really even between the playoff teams. And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, just, exactly. The NA top teams just they just were feasting on Toronto and Seattle all season long. That helps helps them help their teams. 
That is very possible, yeah. Because uh, I think that even uh, even the like scoring numbers, if you see it, uh, like uh, how many goals, uh, yeah, goal differences for the top teams, like it's over hundred. So they were just honestly full on dominating. And if you look at European Conference, uh, we it's had the team more. which is Warsaw, who even like had more goals against make playoffs. Mm. You know. And it's like unthinkable in North American <laughs> Conference to even like fathom that that it could happen. So yeah, it's a lot, yeah. At this point, uh, it, conference had a lot more tighter. Like it's a, I'd say I want to say a lot more interesting down the road, who makes it, who doesn't, and how it all pans out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Now I'm, you know I'm. I'm actually interested to see how a uh, European conference is going to go forward because I think that Davos has uh, still a chance to, you know, quickly uh, get some, you know, fill some spaces and get back into playoffs. That's possible. You need to get rid of the, uh, well, you need to get someone in the place of uh, my player, you know, because yeah. uh, and uh, probably going to go and hide somewhere for his, you know, sins to the community. <laughs> that's that. Because uh, he's been like trash. But uh, <laughs> everything else, you know, like I think that there are teams that, uh, you know, we're still going to see competing. Like Moscow, we're going to see competing. Malmo, definitely. Because Malmo has a very young roster, the same as uh, Moscow. So to me, I think that there are at least three to four teams that we're going to see, uh, you know, in the in the future still up there. And I think one of them is going to be Davos. So let's, let's hope for that and see how the standings are going to go next season, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we we can move on to the top players during the regular season, and um, I I had the league overall tab in the portal open, and a fuck ton of scoring, so many goals, so many points. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so been, many it's players been... over point per game. It's, it's crazy. And so it's not, and it's actually not even like, uh, like above point per. It, it, we're talking about a lot over point per game. Yeah. Like think about it. This, uh, you know, it. You know, a few seasons ago, even you know, think about it. You know, like in a five season spectrum or something like mm -hmm. that. You know, to score hundred points, it was a huge achievement, right? It was something that you you knew that if, so, if someone could do it, it was you know a truly special. you know special spectacular player. thing, special exactly, yeah. And now we have 28 players who scored over <laughs> yeah. 100 points. Now it's just anyone can do it. Yeah. Basically. And we have, you know, like, it's, it's, even, it's even, like, unimaginable to think that how many players have gotten over point per game. Because that's, you know, even, even, you know, if you think about it, it's a, it's a great achievement, right? But yeah. we have 78 players in the league who've been... <laughs> point per game it's that is 78 crazy. that is a lot of players yeah exactly it's it's uh, honestly uh, you know i don't know i i think that uh, i think that uh, we have to figure out the ways how to uh, as a league together how to lower this amount of scoring because i think that it becomes more and more unrealistic to the point where uh, to the point where, you know, you could even argue that, you know, difference between like a first place and a 15th place, you know, even though it is like 30 points, it's not even that much because it's all yeah. about, you know, how yeah. almost like RNG rolls you because the builds are all the same. Exactly. Builds are almost all the same. There's not, not, not much difference between the players and it's just about how they 
basically how the sths gods uh, mm -hmm. you know uh, point them you know which direction and that's gonna how it's gonna go so i don't know very well um, said <laughs> well i it is it is it is however important to note that uh, uh, uh i don't know how to pronounce that name but zolnek from uh, uh, vancouver wolves uh, had 133 points this season. I think that it's a it's a wonderful wonderful amount of uh, points. You know, with uh, 46 goals and 87 assists, with a plus minus rating of 73, which means that uh, he had more plus my better plus minus rating than games played, mm -hmm. which I have not seen yet in this league. So that's uh, very intriguing. I, yeah, I have think, to point that out. Yeah, I, when if you yeah. look at the top players and. There is some Tyler Reinhardt is there from Vancouver, Jerome Reinhardt from Vancouver, Henry Tucker from Vancouver, a lot of scoring from Vancouver, and I think it's the meta team. It shows yeah, and their can, scoring. Oh, definitely. And you can see if you actually uh, check the plus minus ratings, the top five yeah. plus minus ratings. Are all Vancouver? It's uh, player R, the defenseman, Tyler Reinhardt, Jerome Reinhardt, uh, Zolnek, uh, Corey Kitson. Uh, so you know, it's it's honestly uh, disgusting, quite interesting and disgusting at the same time. Yes, I wanted to say disgusting, but uh, <laughs> you know, I I, I tried to like uh, lower myself a little bit and think like, okay, I'm not gonna say disgusting. But, you know that uh, that might not be the best word to use, but at the same time, it actually is disgusting. It's 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 to note that uh, uh, you know you build a team around a certain build uh, just to dominate. It's I I think that it's not the greatest practice, uh, you know, and the, not the greatest uh, thing to start in the league because uh, a lot of other GMs and players are just gonna look at it and think like, oh, that's the only way how to do it because yeah. look at the evidence, right? That's it's clearly that way. And uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% for it, uh, and I'm not at all for it. <laughs> just like I'm, I'm quite against it. I think that yeah, it's not are, uh, right. A lot, of, and, a lot of people are against it, and I feel like. Yeah, and, definitely, definitely. And when well, to, I wanna shout out some other players too, like Julian Nosianen. Not that he was a basically a playmaker this season, which is wonderful to see. That's there are still playmakers out there who are he had a, only 39 goals that is a lot of goals still but 87 assists and as well Christoph Welch had a he was a basic playmaker as well but good to see some playmakers out there oh definitely definitely it's actually it actually feels weird when you say that uh uh, you know, those uh, two players are playmakers because I look, they have over 30 goals each. And yeah, uh, it honestly feels wrong to say that, you know. Yeah, but the yeah, amount of assists just makes up for it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. And I think that uh, we have to, we can even, uh, you know, call out some players that are not, you know, even at the top of the point totals, but have been really, really interesting. Like, for example, Jiggly Gumballs, a defenseman on DC Dragons who had 79 assists. Mm hmm. Uh, one of the top in the league with nine goals, which I think is a really great showing that a defenseman doesn't have to be a this scoring beast that we've seen lately happen, but a uh, defenseman can actually be a uh, really, really uh, quality assist, uh, you know, a playmaker, 
and uh, to basically base it's built on that role and uh, it was clear that uh, dc dragons did well so i think that uh, you know we don't have to always look at these uh, super meta builds to see some uh, great success yeah i agree also on moscow aurelian morrow 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 Moro. whatever frank's player um had a great season as well a defense yeah exactly and it, a lot of and, and again without uh, without a lot of goals mm -hmm. which is really really good so, so it's you know i think that there are there is definitely this uh i would say that there is this uh you know to somewhat of a disease to think that uh, you know you have to just you know go for full-on scoring because yeah. um, if you don't do that you're not gonna get anything done and i think that uh, you know um that has to a little bit change a little bit so uh, for example my next player that i've created which is sits valdis miglos uh it's a center player who's gonna have 40 scoring i've said that it's, it's gonna happen and if teams don't want to draft me you're gonna fine. copy me huh it's you know and for this one player okay just let me do it for one player how okay? dare you <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. my thing <laughs> Yeah, it's so like, and I, you know, I've been, I've been, I've, yeah, of course, it's, uh, I've been thinking about this, you know, how to build a player and what they're gonna do, and I'm, I've been thinking about, you know, that uh, you sometimes just have to, uh, you know, do something different to maybe spark some uh, interesting ideas how to build. You know, the same way as, uh, you know, Morpheus, uh, one of the, one of the players that's been you know, infamous in the league for having uh, no offensive ability, but just hitting, fighting, and, uh, you know, and uh, basically no discipline. I have no idea who that you is. You know, oh, that's, uh, well, that's, uh, that's a player who's, uh, Morpheus Destructions, who's been, uh, who's now recreated, by the way, so oh. it's a badden player. And uh, it was a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's recently, uh, again recreated so it's really cool yeah. that uh, we're gonna have someone who's not you know at all going for the uh you know like a meta thing and i'm hoping that uh, i'm actually hoping that he's gonna stick around and he's gonna be around uh, uh for the for the future of the league and uh, we're gonna see his build uh, flourish because right now his build is almost everything at 40 except checking at 77 <laughs> strength <laughs> at 47 so uh, you see, that's that's exactly what we need. We need weird builds. We need something to spark yeah. interest. So you see, when I'm writing media spots, and I was I was thinking about again starting my uh, ECN series that I wrote previously, European Cable News, a long time ago. I wrote about that uh, in as a media spot, and I've always thought that I need interesting things to write about because at this point, writing about same old build that someone is having is not fun. I want to see. I want to. I want to have this chance to talk about a guy who fights eight times per game you know who goes in and just literally just says okay i'm gonna beat all of their first lineup <laughs> yeah. okay that's my goal i'm gonna i'm gonna beat their teeth out it's gonna be bloody but it's gonna be awesome that's what we need yeah we need more we need experimental and different pills from the same mode but i think that it's just the nature of the league there are so many people now and everyone wants to basically win and everyone wants to see their player score a lot of points and be great and all that but just, uh, just it's, sometimes you, you, it can go too far like that um, and uh, it's just a uh, human nature I think 
on the purest uh, comes from that the need to win and see your player succeed because that gives most people like 99% of the people the satisfaction to see their player do well yeah definitely definitely and I, I think that I, I'm hopeful that uh, there's gonna be more and more people who are gonna try out certain things and not gonna follow this uh, this meta example and uh, we're gonna see a lot more fun and the themes are gonna be a lot more diverse rather than you know uh, when you look at their uh, attribute list you just can see scoring, uh, scoring puck handling scoring, and skating scoring. and defense yeah exactly like four stats up everything else doesn't matter basically so yeah it's it's kind of sad to be honest yeah i think is this a good time to move on to or is there something else i think that uh, i think that we can uh, definitely move on to uh, davos and uh, just uh, you know see how uh, see how our team did yeah and uh, okay it's yeah. Time to talk about HC Davos Dynamo. And um, I think our season, regular season, went okay. But let's take a look at the players and rate them. I think let's start the goalies and from then uh, go with the players in the uh, uh, ranking of their points. You could, could definitely, definitely. Yeah, of course. Okay, awesome. Um, Perokas player, Kunipuni Unguri. Okay, give me one second. Okay, we had an. Uh, I apologize for a technical error. The recording of the podcast has paused, had paused for some reason, and we're gonna continue on with the rating of Davos players. And I don't know where we left off, but. We are going to start with the goalies and we're going to hop right into Kunipuni Unkuri. And I think his season was pretty much in his own standard sense. Um, you, he did his job pretty well and if you look at the numbers, um, 33 wins and 27 losses and some OT losses, overtime losses in there. And, and uh, yeah, I think it's an it's an okay season for Unguri and it is with the numbers numbers are within his own standards what do you think yeah. about yeah 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 I, I i completely agree i think that uh, for kunabuni unguri and Brock's player we 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 kind of expect him to do this well he wasn't great in terms of overall uh, you know league position he was seventh uh, for save percentage the goals against are high because the all scoring in the league is high, so you know we should uh, take that with a grain of salt. And overall, you know, I think that uh, there is still a potential for him to be a, a truly dominant player. Uh, you know, as a league, uh, as one of the league best uh, goaltenders. But right now, in the situation like this, you know, I'm I'm gonna give him a straight good rating of uh, seven, and I think that's a, I think that's uh, applicable to him. I think that that's uh, that's overall fine for his yeah. rating. I'm going to give uh, Perokas player 7.5, and, and next up we have the monster of a man, Taro Tsuimoto, who had an absolute beast of a season. 
but uh, I think it's a straight easy 10 for him and uh, compared to his earlier numbers and oh I forgot about Jurgis Kalvelis Basivisius sorry I hoped on too far diving let's talk about Suimoto because I'm so excited to talk about him we can talk about Jurgis next <laughs> it's fine <laughs> okay. yeah 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 um, so when it comes to when it yeah yeah, when cool. it comes to Taro, I can quickly say that uh, it's uh, it's that uh, you know his season was dominant. It's clear. Goal scoring is up, assists is up, uh, plus minus rating is is the best in the season. Everything is uh, beautiful. Uh, and to me, I think that uh, his uh, role in the team is just improving. As I said previously uh, in the last podcast, I think that uh, you know Baraka's player. And Baraka's, but uh, Gustav's player. Sorry, um, you see, I'm already, I'm almost already thinking that Baraka is the GM of Davos. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, the Taro's, uh, Taro's season is just uh, beautiful, and I think that uh, we we can just expect him to do this well. So it's an easy ten, definitely an easy ten, and uh, uh, you know, I I like that the build is uh, you know fairly nice. I think that there is. Uh, uh, you, you could talk about it. Oh, it's, it's being as a you know as a almost like a meta build, but it's not really a meta build. Yeah, it's not passing not, added in. It's half half halfway there on the meta because the passing is only seventy five after all. It's not seventy or forty, but it's still 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 there, close to the meta levels. But uh, I want to add that his build, the Tarot Chirimoto, it's beautiful and effective extremely effective but, uh, the one one minus i see is that hits uh Tsuimoto's hits are way down compared to past seasons and the penalty minutes are still uh, up there but i think he broke his point record points record in one season shots record plus minus record game winning goals record goal record assist record he blasted all those and uh, it's a such a good season for him like I said, beast of a season. Nothing definitely, but praise, basically. And then, then we have Jurgis Kalvelis, Plasevesius, and uh, I'm sorry we skipped skipped Evius player. And I think um, um, that's a well. He he plays the backup and nine games started nine games. And uh, well, um, six and a half. He ah six. I can plus a six. Yeah, to to me, I think that as a as a backup, you know, he a little bit underperformed. I'm expecting backups to have a little bit better save percentage, honestly, because I think that yeah. uh, under ninety uh, percent save percentage is pretty sad for a backup. You're coming in only for a few games, so we expect you to do. Uh, you know, better overall, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna give him seven. I'm gonna give him six as a rating, and uh, that that's what basically the understanding that I expected him a little bit better. But you know, overall, it's it's fine for what that player gives us for the team. So yeah, it's, um, it's the backup role. It's the <laughs> basically the least important role on a team. That's uh, it's sad to say, but I think that's just how it goes for backups. Um, you don't play that much. Definitely, that's and now, fact. and now every single backup goaltender is gonna come for you. 
And you said, <laughs> now every single backup goaltender is going to come for you. They're going to take their pitchforks out. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna come and just, you know, raid your house, man. Uh, there we go. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Um, then we have Rylin Reinhardt. And last podcast, I think we uh, did not know if uh, Rylin Reinhardt is a he or a she. And I learned some time ago that it is a she. Uh, I want to correct my correct our past mistakes. And for Rylan Reinhardt, the season was really strong, and uh, he improved on every stat except goals scored. And I that's an the penalty minutes are up there for sure, but the hits are high. Um, that's a ten ten for Reinhardt. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. It's ten. Uh, I think that we also uh, talked about uh, that uh, she has the potential to become one of the better defensemen in the league, and uh, uh, I think that uh, we expected uh, Ryland to do uh, awesome things this season. I think that we talked about it last uh, podcast, and uh, I yeah. expect that. Uh, Uh, Rylan is just gonna keep up this uh, high level of play. There is so much talent, and there's four more seasons of career left. And I think that uh, we're only seeing uh, a small portion of uh, what we are gonna see uh, in the next few seasons. So it's an easy ten, definitely an easy ten uh, yeah. for Rylan. Yeah, like, like, uh, like Tsuyumoto, uh, she broke uh, many of her past records uh, season. Regular season records and yeah, uh, there's a lot more to come, definitely. Then we have uh, Patrick Laine, who is now retired, and we wish him the best best wishes on retirement and enjoy. Um, but his season, um, I think it's not as the penalty means and hits are down way down both and uh, the assists are up and uh, it's a similar similar season as last season but a little bit more points but um, I think I'm, I'm going to that uh, hmm. I don't remember what I said before but I think on a, uh, eight or eight and a half Not really sure. What, yeah, what do so, you see? Yeah, I'm. I think that uh, I think that I'm gonna give uh, Patrick Line a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a, you know, a boost on my end because I think that uh, uh, you know the fact that uh, in the last season he uh, was able to get enough points uh, to, you know, pass that uh, point per game mark for yeah. uh, his whole career, and that uh, he had a great season in terms of plus minus rating. He had another season of uh, having over 30 goals uh, uh, in a season. It was one of the best uh, power play goal sessions for him. In 72 games, he got 11 power play goals, which is the best in his career. Uh, I am going to just, uh, you know, go straight out. I'm going to give him a nine as a as a end of the career bonus. Probably wouldn't have given that uh, <laughs> much if he, yeah. there would be some seasons left. But as an end of the career, I'm giving him a nine and I wish him well uh, in the retirement. Yeah, um, it's a well. I think it's an okay, okay career overall for Lina. 
so over point per game career and uh well it's what can you say played the last season of his career in Davos and I, I thank thank him for sticking with Davos for two seasons and I think the whole organization thanks thanks his services. Next up Isambula Campbell and you can open you can talk about first. Yeah. So Isabella, I think that uh, when it comes to Isabella, I I already talked about it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that I expected a little bit more about from Isabella. I think that uh, you know when we saw the last three seasons for Isabella in Seattle, uh, we saw a pure domination. We saw over uh, you know basically one season eight eight points. Uh, after that, over ninety points each season. We saw great numbers. We saw great uh, scoring uh, uh, ability. We saw everything, uh, you know, just click and be as uh, as good as it could be. Uh, for, you could ask from the player. And uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it as it is. I I think that it wasn't there this season. I think that uh, uh, there is still a chance to redeem uh, uh, her. You know, for for Bannercock. So Isabella has still a chance to become. Uh, you know, a truly again a yep. truly dominant player next season, as is that's going to be uh, her last season. And uh, to me, uh, the rating is going to be uh, fairly simple. I'm going to give uh, uh, Isabella an eight because I think that there was still there, there was still a little bit more to expect from her play. But uh, overall, uh, I think that it's a solid effort. Okay, um, I think I'm I'm, I'm gonna give give her a seven and a half. Because I think that, well, you could have expected more. I think you, with Swiss ratings, I think I gave gave her an eight last time, but you know you gave him a seven, eight, oh. uh, whatever. <laughs> um, we had the boss and all, whatever. I think I'm gonna, I think I, the team would have wanted more from Campbell and, and I think seven and a half, for her efforts and. Well, he did the, did her role well um, on the second line, but you like you said, uh, you we could have expected more. Um, nothing else to say about Isabella Campbell, and we can move on to Addison McLaren, and I'm gonna yeah straight up say that it's a. Six and a half, and you, we definitely needed more from McLaren. Yeah, on my end, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna give him six, uh, or yeah, it's just uh, I think that uh, for a player that has uh, so so well developed build, in a sense, it's a full on meta build, and yeah. uh, I expected uh, there to be a little bit more. It's 66 points in 72 games played. Yeah, sure. Plus minus rating is awesome, and you can definitely see that there's a there's a huge potential for that still. But uh, to me, uh, it just wasn't there. I think that uh, we yeah we should have expected more. We could have expected more. Yeah, exactly. And I think that at this point, um, at this point, uh, uh, I'm not uh, really feeling that the player has the you know. I, I don't think that the player mashed well in the team, and I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna uh, turn around next season. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, it's not even point per game, and there's not much positive to talk about McLaren, unfortunately, because it's not even third goals. But uh, well, the hits are up, that so are the penalty minutes, hundred and fifty penalty minutes. But it's not even point per game. But it's unfortunate. Uh, it has not clicked yet uh, with her or him. <laughs> I do not know her. I think so. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I do not know about <laughs> know about the pronouns. Uh, if I was a um, American or English, I probably could tell based on could tell based on the name. But well, it's not even point per game. Point per game that is a disappointing season. Then we have the cheese, and um. Well, I think the cheese was continues to improve, and I think well minus twenty three, but that probably comes from playing on the second line most of the season, I think. And for his young career, he has improved every season. This season, it was the assist that improved a lot, thirty nine assist and sixty two points. Um, Next season, I think it's gonna be point per game, point per game for the cheese, and it has been wonderful to see the young player to uh, and young member to grow as a player. And uh, I'm gonna give him an um, it's, it's an eight. I think he had a good season. Yeah, well, and continues to improve. Yeah, to to, to me, it's completely the same. I think that it's. Uh, I think that. Uh, uh, the the improvement is there. We can definitely see that uh, the plus minus, of course, uh, it is what it is. There is nothing you can do yeah. about it. But I I, I really like the fact that uh, the player is going a little bit different route for the build. You know, we see 90 scoring, 85 passing. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting meta. to see that. And yeah, exactly. And it's 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 really cool to see. So uh, just for that, I'm gonna give uh, the cheese seven uh, and a half rating. And um, it's. Uh, I think it's solid effort, and we definitely can uh, can see him uh, just uh, from this result. Yeah, uh, young and still improving, and there's a lot more to come. I think because the, the grow grow is there, and you can see it from the stats too. Then we have oh my player. Well. I think you should go first. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, David Tavo. Or David Tavo. I don't know. David. Tavo. David. Yeah. Okay. David. Tavo, yeah. Yes, okay, very cool. So, <laughs> David Tavo, uh, we can uh, we can definitely see there was improvement, and I think that that improvement is important. Uh, the uh, You know, I'm going to... I'm just going to go uh, straight out and say that I think that uh, the... the, the fact that the defensive game improved uh so the shot blocks are up the penalty minutes are down uh yeah hits are down but i think that uh, we have enough hitters on the team that we needed actually someone yeah. who, who could just play very uh disciplined and very well and you know with the with the the player overall going uh, going this strong i think that uh uh you know i'm i'm gonna give him a solid uh, solid seven and a half because i think that there is a lot of a lot of room for improvement still. I think that there is a chance to uh, to become uh, one of the better 
uh, truly passing defenseman in the league, and I think that uh, uh, Tavo has has that uh, has that uh, potential in him. So I'm I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna go yeah seven and a half. It's a good result, and I think that the, the improvement is there, and I'm expecting more improvement uh, with uh, each coming season. Yeah, the minus twenty is our client. I think I'm gonna give give my player six and a half and well. I don't think I have much to, much to say about my players' performance, but I think that considering how I built my players, it's a truly it's a supporting role. It's a pure supporting role for the team. Uh, I never mean my players to be the top guy. It's a supporting role, and, and I think that the role of well, the passing defenseman it has worked well for me in the past, and I think this season is once again it's a it's a pretty good okay season on a supporting role and I think the hits I'm gonna to measure the hits there are enough hitters and that's why I rewrote my TPE um, to take away checking to not hit hit that much and take so many damn penalties <laughs> um, so yeah definitely it's a, it's a solid effort, solid effort on uh, Tavo. Yeah, then we have your player, MJF. Uh, happy, <laughs> good retirement once again, a retiring player, Marshall James Frostbeard. And, well, um, it's an improvement on last season, that's for sure. And I think that's, uh, I'm going to give you a seven and a half. Well, so... I'm I'm just gonna go a little bit on a on a on a commenting thing here because I I think that my player I expected uh, I've been expecting him uh, to do a lot better in terms of offensive prowess because I think that there was a lot of uh, there was there was that potential for my player to be great offensively and it just never came into play uh, except you know when we uh, when we had the the cup winning season in Malmo that was basically the only season where you could really talk about. Uh, uh, him excelling, you know, because he was yeah. uh, over, you know, point per game and things. But uh, these last two seasons, even last three seasons, uh, I think that uh, he's been, been struggling. Uh, playing. I've been definitely struggling, and I think that even though defensive game is up this season, and uh, it's the best uh, shot blocking season of uh, of uh, MJF's career, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not happy with his performance. I'm not happy that he. Uh, he worked this way. I think that uh, I think that it's uh, it's clear that uh, for me meta build didn't work because if you see it's yeah. fairly meta, right? It's 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 fairly meta. So uh, I just uh, didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I thought that it didn't work. So uh, I'm gonna give him uh, six. I give him a rating of six because I think that uh, I expect I, I've still been expecting him to do better because he was one of the better defensemen in terms of uh, TPE and TPA on the team, and uh, it just didn't work out. Yeah, I think it's just... If, but when I look at your career, I think it's... Some, some of the points have to... Uh, the, not, the few amount of points has to go to unfortunate circumstances, I think. And well, if you look at your uh, NJF early career, it's once again it's straight improvement and the 75 season 75 is is a one one hell of season for you and every season after that is just a it's <laughs> straight down 
basically. But I think overall, you're, it's an okay career. Not by any means uh, a bad career, but uh, I think, like you said, there was definitely potential, potential for a lot more offensively, because you made a meta meta build basically and just didn't work out it and uh, I guess it's it comes down to sim luck if the sim engine sense says that you're gonna suck and well that is your unfortunate fate yeah sadly yeah because those uh, you shot uh, your player shot shoot shoot God damn it! Can't speak right now. Whatever. Um, shot so much on those er early seasons, and you can see it on the numbers. Um. Then we have Jordi P. Tens player, Jordi P's player, and I promised him earlier yesterday that I'm gonna totally completely shit on his player, and this season was complete fucking trash and your player sucks absolutely it's so horrible just leave the team please enough jokes um i think uh, poopy peepans had a well it's a wonderful season compared to last season at least and the hits are up so are the penalty minutes and the shot blocks is way up and i think this is an easy eight eight for poopy peepans I'm I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go straight up and say that I think that uh, the fact that it's a it's not a meta build I think that it's great. Uh, again, I think that it's uh, really awesome to see those passing builds uh, uh, come up again. You know, everybody stealing from you, Arma. Uh, so it's it's pretty. Uh, it's it's yeah. It's it's quite cool. I think that a uh, plus minus rating is it just what comes when you are. Uh, when yeah. you are, you know, be, being moved around on the, on the lines and you're not really focused on one. But I think that the improvement on uh, shot blocks, the improvement on hits, yeah, sure, the p penalty minutes is higher, but uh, it's just, just what happens and there's nothing you can do about it. And the overall improvement's definitely there. And I see a huge potential. I think that one of the players that has probably the most potential on the team is uh, Poopy Pants. And uh, I'm gonna give him a nine rating, and uh, that's also Whoa. because uh, that's a, yeah, that's also because uh, uh, I like uh, Jardy. So there we go. There, I have I have profound love uh, towards him. So there we go. Yeah, he's a, definitely one of the best best dudes in the v, in VHL. I think everyone loves him. I think he's a lovable guy, right? Yep. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 exactly the reason why I love him. Not that he paid me to say those things. Neither we were it, not paid to say these things. And he's. Yeah. By the way, have you heard of the Chardis Joe Soad or Chardis Drivecast or whatever those podcasts are called? Oh, that, are those, awesome. that's really awesome. Yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. Also, I I'm not reading a script that says to say these things about Chardis P. Tennis awesome podcasts. You should definitely go listen to them because they are awesome and he talks about many things and uh, yeah yep yep not exactly an that. ad hashtag not an ad <laughs> yes not an ad except uh, 
our journey we're still getting wait, waiting for the payment okay we, we sent off the uh, bank yeah. accounts and it's not coming back and why just just yeah why? Um, just give money please <laughs> yeah he, he has not paid us yet um i think for, that, um, i, I mean, think for the sure, payments I'm, coming after this ad so it's fine yeah i will touch on <laughs> his podcast i mean i listen to them sometimes and i just well if he's talking about interesting things i listen to them and um i think it's good that his podcast he mentions the new members and all that uh, it brings up a discussion when he tags those new, new members on his podcast and people will listen to them. I think that much is obvious. I think it's good to see. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I completely agree. And um, uh, I think that we can move now to the last player on the team. One, uh, one second. Uh, if you said that Poopy Peepans is copying my player and you are copying my past players and this player, no passing game, but no scoring game, sorry. Um, do you know who I took inspiration from? Which player? I have no idea actually. Uh, it's a Corlabs, Corlabs player. Bobby Digital. Ah, okay. Yeah. So one of the older players. Not even that old. Come on. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh, that. Yeah, I, he. Uh, Bobby was a wonderful player. I like his core lab, but he's not in the league right now. Whatever. Anyway, um, look this year. Oh boy. I mean, poor guy, just. I mean, at this point, it feels bad to talk, say bad things about his player, right? Well, you know what? Maybe it feels bad to you. It doesn't feel bad to me. So I'm just going to say out straight out there that I think that this player has been a disappointment overall. I think that a there's been... there's been Yeah, a massive disappointment. Exactly. With those amounts of... Uh, uh, TP and this build, I expected him to be a, a easy 80-point player by now, but uh, it's uh, half of that. So, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go straight up and say I would, if he would have been a uh, you know 80 player, I would have given him rating of an eight. Is he's a 40-point player? I'm gonna give him a rating of four. Damn. I think that that's uh, it's Oof. a very, very, very weak performance, and I expect. And this is now, and this is now a challenge for uh, KC15 that we, we need to see Luke to do uh, at least twice as good as this season, next season, uh, or uh, I am gonna make a podcast uh, <laughs> just talking about his player only. There we go. Analyze deep analysis on his well, yeah, exactly career. I mean, he looked this year drafted drafted fourth overall. In the VHL draft and well the well, exactly the offense is not there and I think it's that is at this point it's just feels bad man like uh, the yeah, plus minus is definitely that continually pretty bad and the offense is nowhere to be seen 
it's a, it's really unfortunate that his player is just not clicking. And well, it's sad to see. Uh, uh, my yep. rating, well, yeah, my rating. Um, I don't know, five. Yeah, five. Ah, I know that four. I don't want to give a little four. bit more generous. Yeah, yeah, you were a little bit more generous than I was, but I think that I still think that you know, for a fourth uh, overall player, it's uh, extremely disappointing, and I think that uh, there is a potential. I, it's 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 there. The build is there. The the player is there. So I'm just expecting Luke to be uh, to become something more in the next season or two. So so we can we can we can actually talk about him as a truly dominant player. Maybe he's gonna. Who knows? Maybe he's gonna pull a Condor Adrian, you know, uh, yeah. be a trash for three or four seasons, and then just become the best player for the next four in the league. You know, you never know. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. That might as well happen. You never know because. I think that Condor Adrian is a great example. Just nothing there, and then boom, it just clicks and is an absolute beast. Um, exactly. Just, okay, um, we need to talk about something for a few more minutes <laughs> so we can get over the minute line of and claim this for more weeks well, but i think we can talk about yeah, it's NHL. Fine. I... yeah fine um do you, have you followed nhl <laughs> i follow nhl uh daily because uh as a, a huge Tampa bay lightning fan i imagine really uh, there yes i'm i'm i've been a Tampa bay fan for uh for as for as long as i remember oh I was Actually, worried that for as long as I remember. You just hop on the train. I was afraid for a second. No, no, no. I was uh, like, uh, I think that I started following uh, Tampa Bay uh, two seasons before uh, even Steven Stamkos was drafted. So mm. I lived through the pain Tampa Bay times as well, okay? Because uh, uh, I remember, I remember, I can actually quickly tell you the story how I started following Tampa because that's yeah. really interesting. So I remember that uh, we were, uh, you know, I was living in an apartment at that time with my family and I was a, I was a kid back then. And I knew that we had this, uh, you know, on the satellite TV, we had this uh, Slovakian uh, TV channel where they showed NHL okay. uh, game reruns, you know. Yeah. And uh, in that rerun, I was remember I was I was sick and, you know, not going to school. And I was watching this rerun and the rerun was within two teams. It was Tampa Bay and Ottawa. <laughs> and I was thinking, okay, whichever team loses, I'm going to be a fan of. Okay. <laughs> and I think that Tampa Bay was blown out or something. It was like yeah. huge. Like, I, think, I those... think it was like $5 or something. Yes. Yeah. I think those must have been when the Ottawa was actually good, when Alfie was there, and maybe Spezza and Heater, Heatley was there. Maybe. I don't know which you're, you're talking about, but I'm a Montreal fan. I've been my basically my whole life. Uh, Habs fan and well, we please let's let's not talk about Montreal season. Oh my god! <laughs> Ugh. But I think I I like uh, Florida seeing great success because I Barkov is a Finnish and he played for Tappara in Finland and I'm a Tappara fan so and oh, Carolina cool. and well I think. 
Well, it's surprising to see Islanders so down, Boston down there, and Tampa hasn't has a, hasn't had a good season. Buffalo was great from the get-go, but they've been down lately. And and oh boy, have you seen the McDavid goal last night? No, I actually haven't uh, oh, been able oh to my check God. it. Go watch it. Jesus Christ, McDavid is. He's on another level. I mean, it's insane how good he is. It's crazy, like for real. It's insane. Uh, I, like I actually haven't, uh, I actually haven't. No, yeah, like he's been like I know that he's been like usually dominant this season, but I think having like uh, over two points per game, right? Over yeah, two I, points I, per I think game, he, something like that. He can easily finish like if he plays the full season, like hundred and fifty points or more. Yep. Well, I I, ex I I hope that because I think that uh, I think that uh, you know Connor is a absolutely you know there is a reason why people call him McJesus. Okay. Yeah. There is a reason for it. Okay. Because he is really uh, single-handedly I think best player in the league right now. Yeah, he is. And there is like I, it, yeah, it's like this like there shouldn't be even discussions about it. Even though even though. I might sit here and, you know, slightly wave my hand at people and say, but there is Nikita Kucherov, man. There is Kucherov, okay? But no, this situation is like, it's it's clear that, uh, uh, it's clear that even though Kucherov is awesome and stuff, they, uh, McDavid is just... Yeah, uh, but Kucherov, well he's above, just, uh, he's hiding, hiding under, under Andre Vasilyevsky's uh, bad, bad sand, whatever the... I don't remember the word, Varustadal. Uh, uh, there was this meme on the Stanley Cup playoffs that Kucherov was, he, you know, he played, didn't he play the season, and whatever. So it was a funny, funny yep. meme. But Edmonton, McDavid, he's like seriously on another level. The, on, the, alone, definitely, the definitely. The goal last night definitely proves that alone. <laughs> he's insane. I mean, we're going to talk about something else on the NHL that's happening. Well, I think that uh, it's uh, quite interesting to see that uh, uh, Toronto is doing uh, a little bit better than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Toronto doing better than I expected. I, I've never thought I'm going to say those words in a sentence, but I, I said it, so I guess it is what it is. Yeah. Um it's 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 just uh, yeah you know I think that for a team that uh, Toronto is they have to do better they have to really play better and it's not happening and I think that uh, I think that uh, you know I'm I would be disappointed if it's a, if I would be a, a Toronto uh, Maple Leafs fan I'm sorry Maple Leafs I'm sorry I <laughs> said it wrong <laughs> but uh, yeah you know at, I, at least what you know what I can say is that I I find it that. Uh, the fact that uh, Edmonton this season is so good, uh, I am just happy for it, and I think that Edmonton fans deserve it, as uh, they've had a, a extremely uh, you know sad seasons for yeah. a very long time, and finally to have a start a nine one and zero, you know, it's just uh, it's just beautiful. It's it's honestly just beautiful. Yeah, um, I think this is enough, and they can. Move on to thanking for everyone for listening and if you listened to this far, I thank you and if you didn't, well, your loss. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> Definitely, and I want to say I want to say thank you to everybody as well. It's uh, it's always been a pleasure to come and uh, uh, well, these two times always at these yeah. two times. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> be here with us and i actually i actually hope that we can uh, maybe you know keep this going you know for uh, for davos players and who knows maybe we can uh, maybe we can keep this uh, going next season as well yeah i who was knows? thinking the same thing because i'm you're on the same t- time zone so it makes everything 10 times easier oh yeah completely yeah, no. agree completely thank agree. you for listening and good have a good day and or night or evening or morning wherever you are and goodbye